0: Hey, y'all, what's up? This is Chris Robertson from Blackstone Cherry, and you're watching CMS-TV.
1: It's
2: Anthrax right here on your classic metal show. With uh, fight them till you can't, wrapping up a little montage of the uh, participants in the uh, quote-unquote the Pantera reunion. Yes, so I maybe you'd appreciate that uh, little block of heavy music to wipe the taste out of their mouths of the the awful Little River Band.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was wondering which guy from Little River Band joined Pantera.
2: Yeah, really, rocking that shit.
0: Yeah, I knew they. I knew they had had some energy, but not that much. Jesus. Yeah, look,
2: yeah. Look at that. It's like <laughs> it's like going to that uh, that um, extreme concert with uh, Slayer and and uh, James Taylor.
0: Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if the first show here's our new singer? It's whoever the singer is for Little River Band. I don't know who the. I have no idea who their singer is, but. Do you have right. any? Uh, do you know any name of any guy
2: in the Little River Band? You know, I was I was not that big of a fan. I mean, I knew the songs, but I I never owned any of their stuff or ever saw them live or, you know, I mean they were one of those uh, bands that you heard on the radio a lot. You know. Mm.
1: All
0: right. Here's the Little River. I just looked it up real quick from their debut album. Um, because I'd imagine it's probably the same for the first few. They had two lead vocalists, three lead vocalists. They had Beeb Bertels. They had Graham Goble and they had Glenn Shorrock. Any of those names ring a bell?
2: Not a, not a one.
0: Yeah, me either. I don't know who any of those guys are. And just for clarification. Not a single one of them is in the band today.
2: Yeah. I didn't figure.
0: The the oldest guy in the band today is bassist Wayne Nelson, who was in the band from 80 to 96 and 99 to present. And then everybody else joined in the two thousands. Okay. So, yeah, dude, are they still touring? Good Lord. (laughs) <laughs> I guess if the Temptations could still be touring, why not?
2: Yeah. Are, are I mean, are there any quote unquote original members still in the band?
0: Doesn't appear to be. No.
2: So, so they're touring as little river band, but, yeah. or they're still together as little river band or whatever, but there's nobody that established the band in the band.
0: No, the oldest guy was in the band five years after it started. Right. Wayne, Wayne Nelson.
2: Okay. Which,
0: which, good for him, I guess. You know,
2: he plays bass. He sings. Good for him. He's the he's the lone he's the lone man standing in that group. Yeah, and he's not even one of the lone men. He's just no. He's just one of the oldest members.
0: Yeah, are, are these other guys dead or something? I'm Looking no, no. They just don't want to do it because they were born in 1944. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So Glenn Sharock is 78. Um, where's the other guys? Uh Glenn Graham Gobel, he is 75 and BB Beebe, Burtles Beebe is 73. So yeah, I get it. They just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, they're they're old. They are old. <laughs> yeah. Trying to see
2: if they're still it
0: doesn't look like any of them are doing anything anymore, so just enjoying that little river band money.
2: Yeah, they, they made their bones.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine all those the three that we named they were all in the original band, so they got the big cake.
2: I'm sure they, yeah, they they were in when they were making their hits. Yeah, so they made the big money, I would imagine. Yeah, good. For um, them. So, uh, talking about legacy bands and all, um, mm-hmm. I guess I guess supposedly Foreigner is calling it a day.
0: Not supposedly, they announced the final tour. Okay. Yeah, they're done. so. One more tour and out.
2: So what do you think brought that on?
0: Uh, I don't know. The fact that they have one guy that's an original member that's barely there.
2: Yeah. He doesn't show up that often, but you would think that being kind of a faceless band as foreigner is Mm -hmm. that that they could continue just playing foreigner music as long as they wanted to. I, I
0: I almost wonder if if it doesn't make sense for one of these one of the guys that's currently in the band, Kelly or Jeff or both or whatever to form head games or something and just go out and do the the endless, you know, the the Leonid tribute to Foreigner.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's like I would may, I would oh, still or, see it or maybe I don't know, not that I don't know what Kelly's got going on, but you wonder if maybe he's tired of doing it.
0: Could be. Tired of being shit on by blue Graham. <laughs> yeah, he might be. I mean, he's been doing it, what, 20 years or whatever.
2: Yeah, he's been doing it a long time.
0: Yeah, I, he might be tired of doing it. You know, Jeff's freeing himself up to do that big docking reunion.
2: Yeah, I don't see that <laughs> happening. Yeah, I, just, I think that window is slowly closing for, for good.
0: Yeah, I think people,
2: it's because obviously, obviously uh you know Mick isn't playing anymore. Right. So you really can't have a quote unquote a true Dockin' reunion without Mick.
0: No, not at all. Yeah, without Mick and and I mean, is George I guess George would probably commit to doing it. he's damn near touring with Dockin' anyway.
2: Well, that's the whole thing. That's that's the whole package right now, is yeah. the fact that George is still playing with with Don and you know doing three or four songs together and you know he's Uh obviously he's rebranded the lynch mob again yeah and you know making making his bones using the lynch mob name even though it's so racist and all
0: (laughs) wait a minute do I need to turn YouTube off again
1: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) It's it's just kind of funny that uh that that lasted just a little over a year Yeah, And I was like, yeah, nobody knows that name of that band, that electric (laughs) freedom band.
0: And honestly, nobody, nobody except for some dummy that crawled into George's ear fucking gave a shit about Lynch mob. No one cared. No one ever cared.
2: Nope.
0: Now to be, to be honest though, and you know, the guy better than I do. I mean, I, I know George only from interviewing him from time to time. Sure. But I do know. That he is kind of invested in that whole into social social justice type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stuff, he's, you know? he's a he's li-
2: he's a libby.
0: He's not, but he's not only a libby. He has spoken before with his craft, like with Shadow Train and stuff
1: like right, that. Right, right, right.
0: Doing like tributized records to the Indian people or yeah, Indian heritage okay. and shit.
2: Yeah, the indigenous people.
0: Yeah, so he's actually. You know, at, at least with him, he's put his he's put his money where his mouth is. At least on some level, sure. So, do you think that it was somebody that was chirping in his ear? Do you think that he really, as the world changed, got scared for his own career?
2: I think that with the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, the the noise that they were making a couple years ago,
1: mm-hmm.
2: probably. Thought well, if if they're making any kind of an impact here with their movement, even though we've all learned it's a big sham, so, allegedly. No, it is because look because now it's being reported about all the money they bilked out of people. And all right, and them.
0: out goes the YouTube again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, so all of a sudden now it's like, wow, what a big sham! I guess I can use Lynch Mob after all. Yeah, because I'm I'm losing revenue because nobody will, uh, you know, hire me, you know, my band because nobody knows what Electric Freedom is, right? You know, it's just like uh, again, band versus brand. It's the name recognition. You know, I built up Lynch Mob for thirty plus years, right? And I can't use it, or I don't. You know, I'm thinking I can't use it, or don't want to use it, and it's just like, yeah, well, no promoters gonna hire your band under that name. Yeah. It doesn't sell tickets. That's it. And that was it. And, it. and it didn't. Yeah. So so you've already you've already made your mark and it's under that name and that's what people know. And you know, it's like, yeah, it kind of I guess it makes financial sense for me to stay that way, I, even though it's God forbid it's racist. Yes. Yeah, God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what, what is it that you were thinking about doing a segment on? All
0: right. So let me pull it up here real quick. Um, have you seen all of this infighting and not infighting? It's definitely public now. This fighting with journey. No. Well, there's a
2: big, big, big controversy with journey right now really I mean the, even with this new lineup without uh Ross Valerie and and oh, uh yeah. really I thought I thought they were the problem I thought uh Steve Smith was the problem and Ross Valerie was the problem
0: well now there's a new problem
2: oh there's a new problem there's a new problem and as I, as I know Jonathan Kane and and uh and Neil Sean were kind of poking at each other because of Jonathan's Religious, religion, you know, religious belief, and his preacher wife, and you know, her being a quote unquote a a a um, council or religious council to President Trump, and yeah, this yeah. was a problem, and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So,
0: well, now those two fine fellows are suing each other again. Jonathan As, and
2: and, uh, and and Neil Sean are each suing each other. Okay, all right. I wasn't aware of this. When did this all come down?
0: In the last week or so, it's been it's it's been announced in the last week or so. But I think the lawsuit was filed
2: two weeks ago. Three. Now are, weeks ago. They, are they still playing together? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: On opposite sides of the stage, I would imagine. All right. They're still performing together, but they are actively suing each other and they are throwing some haymakers of allegations at each other.
2: Okay. This ain't going to end well. There's
0: no oh, it, way. It,
1: this it ends
2: well. I mean, I mean, if they're still actively together in the band and playing in the band, you know, you're just going to look across the stage and, you know, motherfuck that guy and motherfuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. It's 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 like the Queens right thing. Yeah. With with uh, Jeff and 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 Rockenfeld, you know, mm-hmm. spitting at each other and you know kicking each other's drums over and shit. Like
0: that. This is this is going to end that way. It's yeah. got to. It has to because these guys are going to be on stage and somebody's going to punch somebody in the face. Right. There's just no way that it doesn't happen this way. Okay. So here's the I'm gonna summarize this, and you can go to Blabbermouth and read it if if people want to, but okay. Um, so there's a corporate account called call. I I'm not sure if it the corporate name is Namota or if that's the account name or whatever, but there's something called Namota, N O M O T A, which allegedly is the journey corporate bank system. Okay. And Neil says that he has been restricted from seeing the money okay. that's in the account by Jonathan Kane and his wife. They won't let him see and make, make, they won't let him see what's going on with the finances.
2: Well, isn't that what uh, the complaint was with, um, with Jeff Tate and his wife and the I rest think- of the other guys, something <laughs> similar to that.
0: Yep. I think we have another Yoko situation.
2: <laughs> well, it was, it was, you know, she has Jeff Tate's wife was running all the band business. Mm-hmm. Say, and the other guys didn't seem to have a lot of uh, input or didn't know what kind of money that they were bringing in or, you know, anything like that.
0: Yeah. So, that so that's Neil, Neil is suing for that. And he put out on whatever book, I don't know which, which thing he put out, but on some social media, the only comment I'll make at this time is it's all very unfortunate. And try, and I tried for over a year to attain our corporate records for Namota with many personal emails to John, as well as many legal letters stating it's my legal right to see all but i was left with no choice but to take it legal. so he's suing he's suing Jonathan Kane. Okay. And that's bad enough, right? You would think it's, so. Well, there's more. Because Jonathan Kane threw a goddamn nuclear missile into this thing <laughs> with his response. <laughs> Uh, Kane released the following statement to Blabbermouth directly to Blabbermouth. Okay, this is a matter that should have been resolved privately, but I am forced to publicly respond now to Neil's malicious lies and personal attacks on my family and I in an effort to garner public support for his ill conceived lawsuit. A lawsuit that has absolutely no merit. Neil has always had access to the credit card statements, what he lacks is. And what he is really seeking is the ability to increase his spending limits. Ah. (laughs) Since Neil decided to publicize what is going on, I can tell you we will present the evidence to the court that shows that Neil has been under tremendous financial pressure as a result of his excessive spending and extravagant lifestyle, which led him which led to him running up enormous personal charges on the band's credit card account, Jonathan continued. When efforts were made to limit his use of the card to legitimate band expenses, Neil unfortunately tried to attack me rather than trying to get his reckless spending under control. I am saddened by the situation for Neil and for our fans, but since Neil filed the lawsuit, I suspect he will not be able to ignore the court. Like he has ignored countless financial advisors and accountants. He has hired over the past several years who have tried in vain to help him. (laughs) Ow. Ouch. Uh, I I need more money. I need to
2: know what's in that account.
0: In a separate statement, Kane's attorney, Alan Gutman of Gutman Law, said The evidence will establish that Sean's financial crisis has nothing to do with his professed unfettered access to Nomoto's records. Our investigation has established that Sean's personal financial problems resulted solely from his reckless spending, including what preliminarily appears to be charging more than $1 million of improper personal expenses on the band's corporate Nomoto Amex card. Sean's complaint is a classic example of desperate people doing desperate things. Hmm. It's very unfortunate that Neil and Neil alone has created such difficulties for himself and his family through his pro
2: profigate,
0: Propagate, profigate p-r-o-f-i-g-a-t-e profigate spending So oh, there you have it wow <laughs> yeah those those i could just see um you know those love songs are gonna feel so good coming from these two right <sighs> who's crying now right probably neil because he doesn't have access to the credit card <laughs> Jesus, I mean, dude, can you imagine, can you imagine having this kind of horse shit in the public eye and going out there and going, what's up here, Houston? We're here to rock tonight.
2: I just, I just never understand why these guys got to take this stuff to the public.
0: Yeah, this should have, Jonathan said it best. This should have been handled privately.
2: Yeah, I know. It's just like, why, why are you airing this out to the public?
0: Yeah. And I have no answer to that, dude. I really don't have a clue why you would do such a thing.
2: I mean, cause I mean, the fans really don't need to know about this and, and no. it's really nobody else's business. It's just like, why, why are you doing this? Yeah.
0: I wonder, I mean, is Arnell a member or is he a, I don't know. Is he a hired gun? It's hard to tell. Cause if he's a member, this would affect him too. I would, I got to think by now he's a member. Don't you think? and the band fucking what 20 years 15 years can't imagine he's still a fucking pay to play guy
2: well according to what i'm reading here yeah um they're saying that this this uh what is it um this llc is a 50/50 ownership between Sean and uh Jonathan Kane oh boy it's a 50, 50 deal. All
0: right. So maybe he is a contractor.
2: All right. Boy,
0: that's a lot of money. I mean, they're saying mm-hmm. that he took a million dollars.
2: I wonder if he could go to jail for that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. It is. a It, it is a lot. I mean, it, he can't, he, I don't think this would be a civil suit. This would not be uh a legal thing, unless he oh, you a embezzled a million, million dollars from a co- corporation. Yeah.
0: I mean that it could be perceived as a, well, if it's as a criminal if, thing,
2: if, if it's a criminal thing, if somebody presses charges or if it's a, if you're hiding this money from your taxes or something like that, it could be a tax evasion thing. But if yeah. it's just within your own corporation, it would become a civil thing.
0: Unless Kane went to, depending on how ugly it got. If Kane went to the police and said, Hey, I want to file charges on this guy. He embezzled a million dollars out of my company. Mm-hmm. That could end up being a criminal trial. Yeah. Neil better just figure out how to pay back that million dollars and uh. better book an extra tour or something.
2: That's wow. Okay. <laughs> just, you just got to think about that though. It's just like, yeah. what, why, why are you in such financial straits? Yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's gotta, what could he be buying that this guy that's been in journey for 50 fucking years? Well, started the band. Yeah. And, and it ain't like, it's a small band that's had ups and downs. Journey has pretty much always been a moneymaker. Other than the first couple of records, but once they took off, they really took off. Hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah, I'm just, just reading. The, you know, it's the craziest thing about this. What's that? Neil could literally just book one of those journey through time tours and make the money to pay this back. That just, man. It's gotta be great to have that kind of fucking skill or that kind of, that kind of heritage, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean, if they were, if they, if the band business was in such dire straits, some, some, uh, finagling and wrangling to get, uh, Steve Perry to come back. Yeah. That would, that would put them over the top as far as like a big tour again. And so it's like, okay, I'll do it just this once. And then we're, we're going to call the band a day. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Well, I know it's not, but I'm just saying that, that if they were able to somehow wrangle Steve Perry into coming out of retirement yeah. and do one last run with, with, you know, I'm just going from Steve Perry's, uh, you know, Thing. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll do this for you guys. But after this is done, let's call it a day.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, crazier things have happened, I guess, but
2: yeah. I mean, that's kind of, kind of what happened with the uh, guns and roses.
0: Yeah. I just can't see Steve wanting anything to do with this.
2: Oh, well, but the thing is, is Steve still has a vested interest in journey though. He still, yeah, but he
0: gets going. paid no matter what.
2: That, well, again, uh, if if the band doesn't uh, make any money, true, you know, or or they bankrupt the 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 entity or whatever, I mean, you know, he's kind of like a shareholder in a way.
0: Yeah. Steve Perry sang. Live. I'm looking for the video. Speaking of Steve Perry, he just played live somewhere like recently like in the last month or two, and I don't see the video out here. I should have grabbed it when I saw it. I watched it. It was actually not bad. Um, shit, I can't find it. He he showed up at like some friend's gig and sang like two songs. He sang like, oh, Sherry or something. He sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, ask the lonely. It was like two kind of oddball songs. It wasn't like, you know. Don't stop believing or whatever. It was like, oh, Sherry. And, um, um, I believe it was asked the lonely. Let me try that. But I was surprised. No, no teeth rattling around in his face or nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not finding it. God damn it. Oh, well, whatever. He's not coming back. He wants nothing to do. He knows he can't do it anymore. Of course. And unlike the rest, he's got fucking pride. He's just like, fuck it. I know I can't do that. So I'm not going to do it. And I, and I applaud him for that, to be honest. I mean, how many of these guys have we watched do this? And it's just embarrassing, you know? So, well, good on him. Good on him. Bad on Neil or Jonathan or whoever's lying in that case.
2: Man, what a mess. You would think that they would still be making any money because Sean and Kane, through their company Freedom JN LLC, owned the trademark registrations to many of Journey's biggest hits, covering the use of names on T-shirts, hoodies, and other forms of apparel, making it easier for the band to sue someone selling those items. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office issued the registrations between February and May. In his petition, Perry claimed the trio had an agreement that required unanimous consent for any business decisions related to the trademark that he had not authorized, uh, that he had not authorized said consent. He also accuses Sean and Kane of fraud on the trademark office, by which he claims is inaccurate information about the trademark. (laughs) So, Perry. Perry has a little little thing be going on there.
0: Yeah, another reason he ain't coming back.
2: <laughs> yeah, three and a half years ago, Sh- uh, Sean and Kane were embroiled in a legal dispute with former Journey drummer Steve Smith and Ross Valerie. On March third of twenty twenty, Sean and Kane filed a lawsuit against Valerie and Smith, who had who had been members of Journey on and off since the band formed in nineteen seventy three, claiming the two attempted a coup. In order to gain control of the journey trademark.
1: Hmm.
0: Maybe that wasn't such a bad idea now, you know, now that we're looking at it, you know, a couple years
2: later, Jesus. The suit, which sought more than 10 million in damages, accused Smith and Valerie of holding an improper shareholder and board director meetings in February of 2020, during which they ousted Kane and Sean from leadership (laughs) post that nightmare productions under the incorrect assumption that the company held the rights to the journey name an answer filed by counsel defended Valerie against the complainants allegations and the cross complaint attempt to dispute and refute these allegations in April of 2021 Sean and Kane reached an amicable settlement agreement with Smith and Valerie journey now consists of Sean and Kane longtime singer Arnel Panetta drummer Dean Castronovo good uh, keyboardist backing singer Jason Der and bassist Todd Jensen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What happened to Randy Jackson? Yeah. I guess he didn't make the cut.
2: I guess Sorry not. Dog.
0: Sorry, dog. You're cut. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to Hollywood dog.
2: So boy, what a mess.
0: What a mess. One of those. All right. Here's just a thought. And you tell me what you think do you think these guys fell apart when Herbie Herbert left? I know he died now, but I mean, he left before he died.
2: Well, they, um, obviously they called it quits in 86 Mm -hmm. and they were apart for 10 years. And then they made their, they made their attempted comeback with a new record and they were supposed to tour and stuff. And then, Steve backed out of the tour, citing he had to get surgery on his hip. Right, and that's when they said, "Well, we're going to continue on his journey with or without you." And that's right. when they found Steve and mm-hmm. And then uh, you know they they've I, and again I I don't know when did uh, when did Herbie Herbert uh, no longer manage the band when Herbie. they. Herberts. When they, when they call the quits in 86 after raised on radio, well, let's see, best known for Santana and journey. <coughs> no, um, let's
0: see. In 1993, Steve Herbert, Steve Perry in 1993, Steve Perry asked that Herbert be replaced due to personality conflicts. By 1995, Irving Azoff was hired to be the band was hired by the band to be their next manager. So 90, 95, he left. All right. You know who else he, wow. This is weird. You know who else he managed that we
2: know? Who's that?
0: Enough's enough.
2: Herbie Herbie Herbert
0: managed enough's enough. Wow. It's pretty crazy
2: yeah but uh you know journey for the you know was inactive for all those years though mm-hmm. you know so during the time he was quote unquote their manager i mean i'm sure he managed some band business but i'm not sure what what he would have done
0: yeah like dvd releases or whatever greatest hits exactly yeah well and then they and then when they came back they probably brought in irving To make the big comeback.
2: Well, Irving Azoff is the guy to have on your side. I mean, he's managed some of the biggest people out there. Yeah. I know he doesn't
0: manage journey now though. Now they're managed by Neil. I know that's true. Neil's the manager. That's probably a part of the problem
2: too. (laughs) Well, that's, that's what happens when you, when you have one of the members, managing the band it, it becomes a real problem again it's the it's the queensrike situation
0: right yeah it's a, just i think like everything else it's just another marriage and they're all doomed to fail
2: yeah it's it's i mean these guys are way too old to be having these issues
0: yeah god
2: i mean these issues you th- th- you would have thought that these type of issues may have cropped up You know, when they were at their apex.
0: Yeah. You would just think at this point, they just show up, cash their checks and are happy. Happy that there's still 15, 18,000 people that want to see them. You know, instead of everybody else that they came up with, that's playing the fucking backyard barn fest or whatever.
2: Playing your state fairs.
0: Yeah, exactly. The rib cook off. You know, Journey still has a very legitimate, they're a legitimate draw. Hmm. What a mess. <laughs> see. Oh, well.
2: Yeah. Neil's almost 70.
0: Hmm. So they got to be near the end of the road anyway. Don't you think?
2: You think so? Yeah. You would think so. It's just like, dude, like, why don't you just, yeah. Just be happy for what you've, you've earned over these years.
0: Just book the final show in San Francisco. Have Steve Perry come out and sing it and done. Yeah. Cash it out. Charge like $20 million for the production. Someone will pay it. Somebody will pay for it, especially out there. Make your 20 million split it two ways or three ways, whatever. Pay Arnell his 1500 bucks to stay away from it. And you're done. (laughs)
2: yeah and they're on their 50th anniversary tour they gotta be close to done
0: boy how bad is that jonathan kane wasn't even an original guy and he's a fucking 50 percent owner
2: (laughs) it's all attrition
0: yeah i guess it's also has a lot to do with when you write all the biggest hits i guess you have a little bit of pull when you write like 10 number one hits in a row
2: And oh, he, well, that's way it goes. It came from the babies. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. So there you go.
0: That's what's going on in the journey camp.
2: Very sad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see here. I know yeah. that we don't pay any attention to... Uh, to, uh, what goes on as far as the music charts over in Europe or the UK or the U S well, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll talk about the biggest albums of all time, I guess. Right. I'm going to preference that. Sure. Uh, the official charts company have revealed the 20 best-selling debut albums in UK chart history and a rock artist is number one. Okay uh let's start at number 20 all right um 2004's day uh release by the band the killers are you familiar with them at all yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know that I, I don't love them
0: but they're...
2: i've heard them so what's what's their hit <laughs> i don't know them that well all right, I'm gonna look them up here. I've
0: heard them, me. but I don't know
2: shit about them. I don't know anything about the killers either. I know of them. Uh their biggest song has holy shit a, a billion, billion plays, a billion plays, yeah. a, bil- a billion and a half plays. Mm-hmm. Um, Mister Brightside. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah, all right. My stomach is sick And it's all in my head But she's touching his chest now He takes off her dress Now let me go And I just can't
2: Boy, for a song that's got over a billion plays billion and a half plays on Spotify I've never heard that I've heard it
0: I, I I've definitely heard it but yeah I don't I don't know I don't know them very well
2: okay well anyway uh that's the killers they de- their their debut was at uh, number 20 20th most popular okay debut okay uh, coming in at 19. Oasis definitely maybe, fucking killer record. Oh, you got that one, are you you're oh, familiar yeah. with that one?
0: I am definitely familiar. With, I love 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 Oasis. Really? Yeah, I did. You know me. I love the Beatles, and and they are definitely a derivative of the Beatles.
2: So I remember when know. they, you know, I was in broadcasting school when they were kind of making their splash, mm-hmm. and obviously, Wonderwall was their big their big hit. Yeah. Champagne Supernova and
0: and what's the other one? Without you Uh, far away. Don't look back in anger. Stop Don't look back in anger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But yeah, they're they're great. I don't care what anybody says. They're great. They actually branched off. They dumped one of the brothers and then they formed a band called BDI. And that band was great
2: too. Okay.
0: I'm a big fan of Oasis. I really like them.
2: All right, we're good.
1: Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. I don't believe that anybody feels the
2: way I do about you now. All right, there's yeah.
0: Oasis. Yeah, that. What's funny is that's from um, "What's the Story, Morning Glory?" That song. Uh huh. And I mean, I was obviously the biggest hits were on "What's the Story, Morning Glory?" But "Definite Maybe" is a better album. The okay. the debut was better with right. "Supersonic" and um, "Live Forever" and "Cigarettes and Alcohol." There's a lot of great songs on that album.
2: Okay. fucking great. Uh here's one I'm not familiar with. Maybe you know. You'll probably go. Yeah, I have no idea either. Uh okay. I'm gonna think this is Emily. E M E L I. Would you say that's Emily? E
0: M E L I.
2: Emily E-M-E-L-I. Sand. S A
0: Sunday. Sunday. I think it's Emily Sunday. I do not know shit about her.
2: Okay.
0: I know the name, but is that Adele? I'm looking. I think that's Adele. Adele Emily Sande.
2: Oh, okay. I know.
0: She's known professionally as Emily Sande. I guess that's a different person. No, that's not. That's not. It's not Adele. I know nothing of this artist.
2: Okay. Well, this is, this is her biggest hit read all about it.
0: Okay.
1: words to change a nation but you're biting your tongue you've spent a lifetime stuck in silence afraid you'll say something wrong if no one ever hears it how we go that
0: sounds like jewel sounds like every fuck scene in the show powder power <laughs> in every in every uh, there's like tons of fucking that goes on on that show it's, okay. it's a show called power it's on stars all right and every time they start fucking somebody they play music that sounds just like that piano driven RB chick that's going to break out at some point with a. Woo-hoo-hoo.
1: All right. I want your song. So come on, come on, come on, come on. You've got a heart as loud as lying. So why let your voice be changed? Baby, we're a little. There's no need to be ashamed. You've got the light to fight the shadow, so stop hiding it away. I want to sing, I want to shout, I want to scream till the world.
0: All
2: right, that's her.
0: Yeah, great. I don't know her. It's not awful. I don't know how it could be
2: that. Like I said, she just kind of reminds me of Jewel.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that could
2: be one of the top 20 ever, but okay. Yeah, that's one of the t- the top 20 debut on the UK charts. All right. She comes in at 18. All right. Uh, coming in at 17 was Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction.
0: I think I've heard of that.
2: Yeah. Uh, coming in at 16 is somebody you just mentioned a minute ago. Adele. Adele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay uh she comes in with um her t- it's called 19 i
0: guess okay is that the one with that horrible hello song no it's not on that one yeah no not on that album i don't know any of these songs and they i don't want to you- hear them either
2: uh, so she names her albums with numbers. Well, she
0: named that one with the number.
2: Cause she's got one that's, uh, it's called 30. She's got one called 21. She's got one called 25. She's got this one called 19. Is that maybe the age that
0: she recorded it?
2: I, I don't know. I, Probably I don't,
0: if they're all going up.
2: I know nothing about her.
0: <laughs> no, me either. She stinks. That's what I
2: know about her. Uh, this is her big song off of, um, off of her debut 19. Okay. Uh, it's called make you feel my love. Okay. It's almost got a million plays. That's
0: it. A million
2: or a billion? No. 856,000. Okay. Almost a million.
1: make you
2: feel i love all right that's a bell yeah.
0: fantastic lady gaga does it a lot better
2: <laughs> all right uh coming in at 15 Nora Jones garbage <laughs> come away with me this is is uh, her debut release yeah she stinks too uh, you're not you're not into the female singers. I am. That's the thing. I am into the female singers, but not not these particular. Not singers. these ones. No. All right. Uh, here's the title track from that release. Okay. All these slow piano, boring.
0: Come away with me. You sure that's not the other one?
2: <laughs> I was gonna say she sounds just like Adele in a way. I was gonna say, same exact voice. Yeah, pretty much. So that's Nora Jones. She debuted, right. she debuted high on the UK charts uh at number 15. Okay. Uh coming in at 14, Ed Sheeran.
0: Ugh, now that's one I know I dislike. <laughs> Okay. Ed
2: Sheeran sucks. Well, he must not suck. He debuted pretty high. <laughs> I don't give a shit where he debuted. He stinks. All right. I, I don't know much about him. I, I I recognize his face, but I know nothing about his music.
0: Oh, you're going to hate him. Play a little uh, bit. Whatever the well, hit was.
2: Perfect. This This has got over 2 billion plays. So that means it must be great. 2 billion. All right, here we go.
1: I found a love for me. Darling, just dive right in. Follow my lead. I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. I never knew you were the someone waiting for me. Cause we were just kids when we fell in love, not knowing what it was. I will not give you up this time.
2: Wow. That's got over 2 billion plays. You know why? Because it
0: crosses a couple of genres. Oh yeah country people like that. Pop people like that. Hmm. It covers both genres. The worst part is he doesn't, he's, he's so generic. You know, I, I mean, if I'm going to listen to that kind of music, I'm going to go all the way and listen to like Bruno Mars or something like that, which that debut is probably on this list too. I'd imagine, but we'll
2: see. All right. Well then, uh, coming in at, uh, number 13, Mm-hmm. with the the 1988 debut from Tracy Chapman.
0: We got a used car; it's broken down and rusted and shitty, and just like my song.
2: They're all these, all these slow, just. UK is for
0: faggots.
1: Get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me myself, I got nothing to prove.
2: All right, there you go. There's Tracy Chapman. She she blows. <laughs>
1: All you right. know
0: the sad truth. I bought that album at one time in 1988.
1: Did.
0: I did. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I've made some mistakes in my musical. I sort of like that song that came out when I was in Korea. Okay. And the PX was kind of limited. So I was always looking for something I didn't know. So I bought that. And, oh, it's a bad record.
1: All right
2: uh coming in here at uh number 12 another Mm -hmm. another people i have no idea i've heard the name but i don't know anything about them okay scissor sisters
0: Ah, the scissor sisters know nothing about them
2: uh 2004 debut self-titled debut um they kind of look like the b-52s or something i don't know it's kind of weird but
0: I'm, I'm sure it ain't the same scissor sisters i see on Pornhub. Yeah, so
2: i'm sure it's not uh here's their big boss hitbound single i don't feel like dancing
0: We're, okay it might be the cover
1: it's just So I call my feel so
2: lonely when you're up getting down. So all alone when I hear that. This is kind of like
0: Kylie Minogue. Not gonna lie, I'd listen to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it reminds me of, like her version of Locomotion or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'd listen to that. Just it's it's
1: fucking. (laughs) But I don't feel like dancing when the, in the place. Oh, oh, take a chance my two, find in the don't feel like, dancing, no, so no today. Don't feel like-
2: <laughs> It's Homo Abba. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, so there's your happy little tune from the Scissor oh. Sisters. I'd listen to that.
0: If I was in a shitty mood, I'd put that on to get me out of it.
2: All right. Um, Coming in at 11 is a, is a old, old school guy. Okay. Uh, Mike Oldfield with his tubular bells. All right. 1973. Wow. I remember this album was pretty big. Let's see
0: here. What was the hit? I don't, I don't even, the name's not ringing a bell.
2: Let's see here. It, it was sort of like a concept record. Okay. I just remember, I just remember people liked it because it was kind of a moody, moody thing. It was that a lot of orchestra stuff and that kind of thing, you know? Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find something that's like a hit would be considered a hit. Um, well, we'll just play this one here. This is called uh, "Moonlight Shadow."
1: I think I know this song.
0: I know this. you
1: yeah. go. That Carried, away by a moonlight he on Carried away That's a guy.
2: Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I guess it's his project or his group or something.
0: Oh, okay. Cause it's, what's it called? Paul o- Osterfield. No, or something? I,
2: I, no, it's Mike Oldfield. Oh, Mike Oldfield. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just, whatever, but that, whatever debuted, next it, it debuted high on the chart. All right. Good. Next. All <laughs> right. Uh,
0: Cold play. Speaking of exciting bands,
2: <laughs> another one, uh, their, their debut from 2000 parachutes debuted mm. at number 10. Wow. Another, another boring band. They stink. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody on this list. You actually like
0: not many of these. No. I'm starting to think that the people in the UK got some awful taste.
2: Yeah. All right. Here's a little bit of cold play.
0: That's enough.
2: <laughs> Don't know much about them either, to be honest they, with you. They stink. Uh, 2014's uh, debut from the from the artist known as Sam Smith in The Lonely Hour debuted at number nine. Had the ninth highest debut in the UK charts. Any thoughts?
0: Isn't Sam? Is he the one that's now a she? I don't know. I think maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't keep up with all these fucking artists, right? Yeah, I don't know anything about Sam Smith. Here's a little.
2: Here's a little taste of Sam Smith. Okay.
1: Yes, it's true. I'm not good at stand.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> all, these, all these artists sound the same.
0: I'm just waiting for Jax to shoot Gemma as I listen
2: to this. <laughs> well, here's a favorite of yours. I know this is a favorite of yours. He did. Wait a minute. I'm going back to Sam Smith. In 2017,
0: Smith came out as genderqueer, saying, I feel as much a woman as I am a man.
2: Oh, he's gender fluid.
0: Uh, good for him. Her it, it whatever they
2: whatever. good for. They good for them. Yeah. Whatever fruit. All right. Uh, somebody that I pretty sure you like Debut, okay. uh, debuted at number eight. Okay. Alanis Morissette with jagged little pill. Great album. course everybody knows this one
1: i want you to know that i'm happy for you i wish nothing but the best for you both i know the version of me is she perverted like me all
2: right you know her yeah All right, uh, coming in at number seven. Another artist I have no idea who this is. Okay, Keane, K E A N E. You know, I remember
0: this name when I was writing for Scene Magazine. Okay, like years ago, or maybe not. Yeah, ninety-five. Yeah, I don't know anything about them, but I, I remember way back in the mid '90s they were popular,
2: right? Well, this, this debut was oh four, two thousand four.
0: 2004.
2: Yeah. Hopes and fears.
0: Now keen.
2: K E A N E. Maybe I'm thinking of
0: somebody else.
2: Probably. I, said, uh, I, mean, I
0: just looked them up right now. It says they started in 1995.
2: Yeah. But they didn't debut. They, they didn't have an album until probably. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Until 2004. No.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of somebody else, then I guess,
0: but who cares? It's another okay. gay band, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> All right. Here's their popular hit, Somewhere Only We Know.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: I knew the like the back of my hand. I felt the earth my feet.
2: The only reason I know this song is I think they've used it like in commercials. Probably have. I, I I don't know it from like a commercial. I can't think of where where I've heard it, but that's keen. Alright, well, I'm keen on never hearing it again. Ever wonder how certain bands or artists debut so high? It's like, what, what is it about them that their debut comes in so high?
0: Who knows? It's just crazy.
2: All right. Well, here's, here's another band. I think, I think you might like them. I'm not positive. Okay. Coming in at number six are the spice girls.
0: Not really a fan. I like looking at them, but musically they were trash.
2: (laughs) all right
0: tell you what i want what i really really want what i really 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 want <laughs> they they were garbage but yeah. i did know them I, you know th- that was right when my daughter was like 10 or whatever so she was all into spice girls okay i got to hear that every fucking day Oh.
1: So forever, a dream of you and me together. Say you believe it. Say you believe it. Free your mind. All right.
2: That's the Spice Girls.
0: Sadly, I'm sitting here singing all the words.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know I, dude, like I said, my daughter was way into Spice Girls, man. I okay. definitely heard it constantly.
2: I got to be honest. I don't think I've ever heard that song. And that's their, yeah. it's, that's got the most plays.
0: Uh, That's surprising, surprising that, uh, if you want to be my lover, is that on there? Uh, no, that's not, then that album must not be on there. That has that song. Cause that's gotta be their number one hit that if you want to be my lover first, you'll be my friend.
2: All right. Yep. I can't don't see it.
0: Wow. That's surprising. It must not, that album must not be on Spotify.
2: Probably not. All right. Uh, I know the name. I don't know anything about this person or band. Dido.
0: Okay. Dido?
2: Yeah. D I D O.
0: Was that in the like mid
2: 90s? This came out in 1999.
0: It's a chick, right?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a I chick. I know the name. I just don't know the artist.
0: I believe it's one of them like Lilith Fair
2: type yeah, 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 it's a chick.
0: Yeah. I believe it's like a Lilith Fair type of a
2: Yeah. Well she she debuted at number five with her debut release, No Angel. Okay in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. All right. Let's see her what her big hit is. Thank you, I guess.
0: Another slow, boring song.
1: My eye. Got out of bed at all. The morning rain clouds up my window, and I can't see it all. And even if I could, it'd all be great. Put your picture on my wall, it reminds me that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. All
2: these chick singers, man.
0: Yeah, I vaguely remember that song.
1: Okay.
2: So anyway, uh, somebody I think you like debuts at number four. Okay. Any guesses? Female Hanson. No, female.
0: Oh, female. Older, current, or
2: newer? Well, current. Um. She, she debuted in oh eight.
0: Not hailstorm. Oh, no. Solo. No idea. Solo. Solo. Female. And she did debuted when two thousand eight.
2: Yeah, she's still very popular today.
0: Um, all right, I don't know, and I'm gonna feel like a dummy in one second. Go ahead,
2: Lady Gaga.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. God damn it!
2: <laughs> she debuted at number four with uh, her album The Fame. She's solid.
0: I like her. <sighs> This is from Star is Born.
1: Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world, or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fully in. In all the good
2: times. That song's got almost two billion plays.
0: Dude, that song is huge. That's like big in like the karaoke circuit. And and look, all right, everybody can, I'll I'll give you guys the chance before I say it to say, Chris, you're a faggot. (laughs) Feel free get it out of your system, Chris. You are a flaming dick sucking faggot. All right. What I'm about to say right now, that song, the album to that to that soundtrack and that movie are all exceptional. Okay. the The movie especially, I couldn't believe how good an actress Lady Gaga was. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, Dice Clay's in that movie too. Dice plays the the what the manager or something or the father plays um plays what's her name's father were you like did i know you probably did not watch this the stars born did, the I new did, one
2: i did not see it no
0: did you watch the original star is born with chris yeah,
2: Christopherson? and, and uh, what's her face Barbara streisand yeah yeah i saw it years and years ago
0: did you like that
2: movie yeah i'm not into those type of movies
0: yeah i mean it's definitely a chick flick but this one better there's the, the my, it's one of the few, few, few times I'll ever be able to say this remake better than original? Okay. Although the soundtrack to the original is better than this one, although this one is good too. Like I, I, dude, I, how sad is that that I fucking I still remember all those songs from that fucking soundtrack, the Crippled Crow and <laughs> you know, shit like
1: that. All right.
0: <laughs> you know. Again, another one. That was an eight track we had in the home and got to hear that
2: a lot. So. All right. Um, number three, another female. Wow. The, the UK people like their female singers. They like their females. Uh, Somebody else. I don't know. 2007, Leona Lewis.
0: Leona Lewis rings a bell, but I don't know who that is.
2: Yeah, I don't know her either, but gonna play a song from her this one's right. only this has got about 685 million plays oh, is that all leading love
1: Oh. It's
0: mariah carey
1: yeah Closed off from love, I didn't need the pain. Once or twice was enough, and it was all in pain Time starts to pass before you know it, you frozen. something happened for the first time with you. a heart melted to the ground, found something true.
2: Another chick singer. Yeah, that stinks. (laughs) All right. Uh, Coming in at number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know nothing. I know the name. I've not know nothing about this guy's music. James Blunt.
0: (laughs) Boy, you people in the UK. I I know we have fans that listen in the UK. What are your friends and family? Because I can't imagine it's you that's listening to us. What are your friends and family listening to? Can't you turn some of them into some metalheads? <laughs> Good lord,
2: yeah. I now that I see this guy's the, the song titles up here, I know this, I know of this song. I, I mean, you couldn't get away from this one, yeah,
0: he sucks so bad. <laughs>
1: is brilliant my life is brilliant my love is pure
0: Ugh. saw <laughs> oh his love is gay he likes to take it in the pooper <laughs> fucking terrible
2: and then at number one of all time debut releases in the UK, uh, something I think that most people could get on board with. It's it's one of those uh, one of those good time feeling records. Okay, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell.
0: So no Zeppelin, no Beatles, no wow.
2: They didn't debut. This is a compilation of the uh, of the debuts that uh, were the biggest from the top twenty debut records in the UK charts.
0: No shit.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, perhaps curiously, the highest chart position achieved by "Bad Out of Hell," described by Classic Rock as a perfect uh, Malaysian of 1950s teenage death ballads, Broadway pomp, and head caving hard rock. And UK is number eight in, let's see, in the UK is number eight in February of 79, 16 months after it's October 77 release in America. The, the album never broke the top 10.
0: No shit. Wow. Well, that's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I love so, the
0: album, though. I'm a, it, I'm a huge, I, I'm a big meatloaf fan of the first. Yeah, All right. This is a weird thing. Do you like that album or no? Oh, yeah. It's, that, a, it's a classic. It's a classic album. Did he do anything else that you gave a shit about? Not really. No. Same here. I mean, that album is so good. It's so good. You would have expected there to be at least one more record that was at least good. And, you know, when you listen to bad out of hell too, or dead ringer or any of those records, they all stink.
2: What what was the one where was the, uh, follow up the, uh, back into hell? Was it back yeah, into "Bad out
0: of hell too. back, back into hell or whatever with,
2: uh, life's a mirror and, and, uh, nothing. I won't, I won't do anything for love,
0: no, but I it,
2: won't do that. And what is that? What was it that he won't do? Suck a cock. <laughs> yeah, bad out of hell too, back into hell.
0: Yeah, boy, Jackal made a great point. No Rolling Stones, no nope. Zep, no Sabbath, the Who. I mean, these they are did. huge UK bands.
2: Yeah, they didn't debut high.
0: <laughs> Jackal, this must be from a gay magazine. Uh. <laughs> Could be well
2: what well, well, this this is this is the official charts company <laughs> has published the UK's the official all-time debut albums top 20.
0: okay well there we have it that's
2: something all-time top 20 debut releases okay oh so, so all of the uh great bands be it zeppelins or, or the who or Rolling Stones or they didn't debut high I guess not Jesus all this shit shit music just for whatever reason. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not like recent either. It's, it's kind of all yeah. over the map. Yeah, it is. Like some mean, of was from
0: the seventies. So,
2: I mean, I mean, you've got, uh, the, the killers in 04, you got Oasis in 94, you got guns and roses in 87. Yeah. You got that Oak-
0: or whatever you said I'm that guy's like,
2: name was like Oakfield? Oakfield in 73.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, you've got Spice Girls in '96, so yeah. and then of course you got Bad Out of Hell in '77. So this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is spans uh, several decades. All right, to our
0: friends in the UK, you and your your parents are fucking idiots. <laughs> That's a terrible collection. Although we're no better though, because honestly, I mean, if you looked at our t- at the U.S. top twenty, I mean, shit like Hootie and the Blowfish would be on that list. That sold like 15 million records.
2: Oh, no, it's, it's not, it's, it's where they debuted. So it's not sales. It's just, no. it's not sales. It's, it's where they debuted on the chart. Oh,
0: okay. Debut oh, okay. Release. All right. All right. So that makes sense. So it could just be a good hype machine or whatever. Mm-hmm. They could have shown up. I played the week before on top of the pops or something. And people went out and bought it or something. Sure. So, yeah. All right. Well, it's an interesting list,
2: to say the least. Wow. Yeah. So, little education from our friends in the UK. That's One right. list that I will never revisit again.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Just, like,
2: oof. A lot of, nice. a lot of these dirty chick singers, a lot of these very, very gay pop guys. No. Yeah. No. Garbage. There, was, there, was, there wasn't anything even worth you know, mentioning in there aside from the Guns and Roses and maybe the Bat Out of Hell,
0: yeah, Dylan's record's
2: good, but that's about it. And then your Oasis record, yeah, Oasis, love them; they're great. But the rest of it is just oof. Yep. Yikes! All right, I'll let you play a tune, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap right. up the show.
0: All right, I mentioned it before. Now I want to hear it. Chris Christopherson from <laughs> Stars Born '76 with Watch Closely
2: now. So, it's so, you the, so you want the um, the original, huh?
0: Yeah, the original. Watch closely now. All right. That's a rocking tune, kind of. I mean, he All at least right. sounds like a man. All right. Doesn't Start sound off. like fucking James Blunt.
2: Let's see here. Not, you're trying to find the original one, right?
0: Yeah, from 76. Mm-hmm you find the uh, stars born from 76 it's track number one all right
2: there it is Chris Christopherson Let's see if he's got that one up oh, there it is and watch closely now yep all right well here it is it's uh Chris Christopherson it's <laughs> here on your classic whatever show.